Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Get Lit Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, and this is your high vibe, no bullshit, fortnightly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power, giving you the success and confidence to live your most lit up life. Through this podcast, we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and show you success stories that show you the way. This is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter, and the inspired. Time to get lit. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life you love, a business you are proud of, and a mindset that will take you places. On today's episode, we have the incredible Jacqueline Hurst, the UK's leading life coach. She is a specialist in advanced structured hypnotherapy and a master NLP practitioner. And with many tools in her box, she has worked with thousands of men and women to help them drop negative thoughts and behaviors, to get past their own limitations, and to achieve a life that they love. In today's episode, we get talking all about toxic relationships, how to create healthy relationships in your life, how to put boundaries in place, learn the art of communication, how important a healthy relationship is with yourself first, and how to truly step into a space that you love and create a life that you are proud of. We talk about self-awareness, we talk about red flags, we talk about the fear of being too much in relationships, and we also have a lovely little treat for you at the end where we talk about Jacqueline Hurst's very own life coaching qualification school and foundation course to live the best life that you could possibly live. Hi guys, I am super excited to be able to say that the Get Lit with Becky webinar and workshop series is finally here. I have had a ton of you messaging me from listening to the podcast, asking for more help, saying how much it's changed your life and how you want to go deeper with the work. And so now we are here. Through this webinar series, I will help you take some of the topics we have spoken about on this podcast and many more, and we will go deeper to do the work and make the change. Whether you want to master your friendships and relationships, heal from heartbreak and breakups, switch careers or break free from bad body image, this series is here to be your hype girl, your holding hand. I will be giving you all the tools, strategies, beliefs, and habits that you need to help you become your most lit up self and live your most lit 
up life. Our first webinar, Ditch Your Unlit Shit, is to help you ditch the inner critic and the negative self-sabotaging behaviors that have been holding you back. Head to beckyrabin.com forward slash get lit with Becky to get access to this masterclass and the many more that we will be releasing. Whether you need a sprinkle of motivation, a dose of self-love or a hype girl to cheer you on, I have got you. And for all of our budding entrepreneurs and business owners, founders and badasses, we are launching new modules, bundles, masterclasses and courses regularly to help you start, scale and step up your business. So don't forget to check out getlitinc.co.uk forward slash lit hyphen business hyphen academy to see them all. I will see you there and we are so excited to help you guys grow. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Becky. <laughs> For anyone that can't see her, she's doing a little dance. I can see her. I'm sad you can't. She's doing a little boogie right now. Um, yeah. I am so excited to have you here um, on season two of the Get Lit podcast. This is the first season where we've got guests. So I'm really excited to have you and spread your incredible wisdom. I just want to caveat here that um, we A, have had so many requests for a podcast on this topic. B, Jacqueline has actually been such a huge help for me, A, on this topic, um, but B, just in general, in life, I think I had a life coaching session with you and I think that was like back in November, like not last year, the year before it would have been, which completely transformed my mindset on so many things and I feel like that was the very beginning of me stepping out into my power. So I am excited to have you here today and share your magic with my audience. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here, actually. And I'm, you know, anything to support what you're doing is like cool with me. So it's a good. So I'm going to ask you the first question, um, and I ask everybody this question. Uh, obviously, just with the nature of what the podcast is about, I'm just going to ask you: What does it mean to you to be lit? What does being lit up mean, and the art of getting lit? What does that look like to you as an individual? I think it would be about living in your truth. When you talk about getting lit, like to me, uh, it would mean that I'm living authentically. So I'm saying what I mean, I'm meaning what I say, I'm living a life that I really love and I am, you know, living my wildest dreams, which I believe, you know, I am and definitely the clients that I work with do as well. And why not get there and live your life the best you can? Love that. I like my little dance is coming back on that one. Yeah, it's such a shame we can't actually see you, to be honest. No, it's not. <laughs> That's um, okay, so in terms of how you yourself on just a personal journey, how where's what does your story entail? How have you gone from being unlit to to living in this place where you are living out your wildest dreams? Obviously, here we're all about playing out your like wildest dreams and doing what you love for a living, and that's a massive part of getting lit and shining your light. But for you, what's this journey been from going to like an unlit stage in your life, and what did that look like to where you are now? My gosh, for me, I would definitely say that the unlit stage of my life was when I was, you know, from the ages of sort of 15 to 25, I was using drugs, um, class A's, I was a really sick um, person, I was a drug addict, I struggled with my body image, anorexia, alcohol, exercise, like whatever I could do to take myself away from myself, um, I would say was a very unlit phase, phase of my life. And at 25, um, I had sort of a really special moment and it was like, you know, do or die. Literally, what am I going to do? And my life turned around. I chose to turn my life around and it involved deep work of looking at myself in a mirror, 
removing my ego, learning to be humble and learning how to manage my mind and in turn control my life. Mm. So I would say that I have definitely had a life which is um, pretty wild, uh, not um, conventional. And it was a place where I saw the darkest of the dark stuff. And I would tell you that today um, I see the lightest of the light and I feel very, very lucky to be where I'm at today. You know, I've got over sort of 16 years of experience now of working with people and seeing people change their lives in front of me by learning how to change their mind. So I think the reason that it's been so successful is because people get that I've been there, I've seen it, I've done it, I've got the t-shirt. So I think there's an authenticity in that as well, which is important. Yeah, it's incredibly important because people want to know how you've gone from somewhere to where you are today. And I love what you said about um, taking yourself away from yourself. There were things that you were doing that were like being unlit was you taking yourself, doing everything to take yourself away from who you were. And that's kind of the epitome of what we mean by being lit is like lighting up as yourself, what you said before, being in your truth and in your authenticity. And we do all of these things to take ourselves away from that um, and to become something else so that we don't have to be who we are. In terms of, for you, um, obviously you're a leading life coach. You've been in the industry for 16 years. You're a very successful woman. You have your life class program, your certificate for people who want to become a life coach, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later. What would you say, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm aware I'm probably putting you right on the spot here. What is the underlying premise of getting life right for you? Like what is essential to have in your life to start making that move to like overcoming your mindset and taking things in the right way? I think I would say two things. The first thing is, um, you know, a, a real willingness to go there. Mm. <laughs> and I think so many people are terrified of going there. And you know what I mean by going there? I don't even need to explain it. I know that your listeners are going to understand what I mean by going there. And that, you know, it's about opening the box, looking inside and facing your fears, right? So I think that's really important. And I think the other thing is, is, is honesty. Honesty is so, you know, we don't talk about honesty as much as we should do. But to me, you know, when I first got clean and sober, you know, I had a, a sponsor and he said to me back in the day, listen, you know, if you aren't honest, you won't stay clean. And I really took that to heart. I really live by being honest. I think it really, really matters. You know, I'm a life coach. Yeah, I've done this for 16 years. Yeah, I've worked with over 6,000 people, blah, blah, blah. I'm still human, right? And it's like remaining honest and transparent and willing to look at my stuff is like the most important thing to remain lit, right? You know, this work isn't, okay, I'm going to do this work and that'll be done. This is, this is work that we do throughout our lives. And, and the beauty of this work is that once we become conscious <clears throat> excuse me, we don't become unconscious. So once we've got that consciousness around wanting okay. to be better, we just grow and grow and grow. And people are like, oh my God, but ignorance never ends. <laughs> it isn't bliss at all. And it's like, I know you're laughing because I know in our session you were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, conscious, conscious, conscious. But I think it's really important. So I would say, yeah, honesty, authenticity, um, and being willing, you know, a radical willingness to go there. Amazing. I love that. That is so fundamental. And I think that comes with a level of um, self-awareness, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But I know self-awareness is something that you are really big on kind of talking about. Before we go into the real nitty gritty of like handling toxic relationships and, and owning a healthy relationship, both with people and yourself, what does self-awareness mean to you? It means that I pull myself up on my crap. It means that I am fully aware, you know, I'm fully conscious of, am I being kind? Am I being considerate? Am I being empathetic? Have I got boundaries? Am I 
doing the best for myself that I possibly can be. Because if I'm doing the best for myself, then I can do the best for you. If I'm not doing the best for myself, I cannot, I have nothing to give you. And I think especially with women, you know, we get taught to like give, 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 give. And we don't get to, you know, have boundaries, say no, you don't have to be guilty. You can take care of yourself first, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's really important to learn these things so that we grow. Yeah, I I agree. There's so many clients that I speak to on a daily basis. I think boundaries is huge. And we're going to talk about that later, particularly in relationships. Because I think people are just starting to become aware of what boundaries are and how how huge they are in in manifesting anything that you want in life so we're, we're gonna go there so firstly to take things back obviously today we are talking about handling toxic relationship what the difference is between a toxic relationship a healthy relationship and some kind of things to watch out on as to how important our self-esteem is for that so firstly you talk a lot about the difference between healthy relationship and a toxic one so what does a toxic relationship look like Unfortunately, um, I would say I have got good knowledge of what <laughs> unhealthy relationship. Uh, you know, my close friends that know me understand what I uh, experienced, and it was pretty bad. Um, you know, I was with a man that was a sociopath. I had no idea what was going on through this process. There was lies and cheating, and more lies, and three phones, and you know, all these things, gaslighting, confusion. It was really, you know, one of, it was a really dark space in my life. And, you know, when you're in these things, the one thing we do is we we make things acceptable, which are not acceptable. And we make allowances, right? Like stop making allowances, right? You know if something is right or wrong. I put up a quote on Instagram the other day and it was like, if you start Googling someone's behavior, this is like the first red flag. And you know, I know this because I've been there. I know this because I was Googling behavior. I know this because when I was ordering coffee and being told, no, I didn't, it was really tea. I really started to think this can't be right. But again, we make allowances, you know? and. I think, again, once we learn to spot the signs of what is unhealthy, we'll never do it again. We'll never do it again. Unhealthy is people, you know, lying to you, cheating on you, telling you X and doing Y, promising you things and not delivering, words not matching with actions. I mean, I could take the rest of this podcast talking (laughs) to you about this stuff. I won't. (laughs) But it's really important that we learn, as men and women, how to spot the signs of what's toxic. And the crazy thing is, we know. We absolutely know. In our gut, there is something whispering, sometimes screaming, like, this doesn't feel right, or this is too much, or this doesn't feel like it's working, or, you know, all these little things that are going on in our head. Like, the minute we get these things, it's really important we start to look at it. And what like why do you we why do you think we allow things like i have been in so many situations again anyone you know my stories most people here know my stories i've been in so many repeating patterns and like why do we like go into that questioning ourselves allow it making allowances wondering whether we're doing something wrong or whether it's normal behavior why do you think we make those exceptions so much i think a lot of us in fact most of us you know healthy people we really love love. Yeah. And I think that that's okay. But when we start to be in things where we start to question and do things that we know are not quite right for ourselves, 
that's when we have to start looking. And so because we have this desire to be loved, which is okay, um, we allow things to be what, you know, when they shouldn't be. And that is, you know, I'm sure we're going to lead into this. This is about loving ourselves first. Yeah. If we love ourselves first, we're not partaking in this behavior. We're not yeah. partaking in these relationships. I know we'll get there later, so I won't start <laughs> now. But, you know, that's really important thing to be thinking about. So the other thing is a lot of people have a fear of being alone, which, yeah. which is something that, again, unless we learn to be alone and be comfortable in that space, because there's a difference between being alone and being lonely, yeah? Yeah. But it, once we learn as men or as women to be in our space and to be comfortable with who we are, to literally date ourselves for a bit, yeah. nothing's going to change. We're going to keep being in these crazy toxic relationships, right? That are just uncomfortable for us. Yeah. I, I'm really I, glad I'm not a video. There's lots of hand movements. <laughs> I'm passionate about this subject. No, and, and you know what? So am I. And I think this is definitely an area that I would, we could talk for hours and hours and hours about it. And I'd love to go there with it because I think that I get, I, it's not something I naturally promote or talk about on my Instagram or when I'm doing any events or anything, but it's a question, it's questions I get asked all the time because people know I'm single and they know I've been through so much stuff. Um, and it's, I'm passionate about sharing this with people. I think we definitely are going to go there with the self-esteem stuff. So, but you kind of mentioned um, red flags yeah so there is a lot of talk about red flags i always see red flags and i'm like mm -hmm, red flag and then i'm like oh let's wait for the next one or let's wait for the next one what uh -huh. is a red flag um i know i've become obsessed with it what is a red flag do we have our own set of red flags i like individually that are red flaggy for us or are they generalized um and what are these red flags that we should be looking for so like okay. four questions do you, there do you know what the red flag is you know, right? You know what a red flag is, right? Anybody listening to this podcast is going to know for a while what is a red flag for them. Yeah. And it will be, as I said earlier, it will be about something where someone's being dishonest. It's about where someone's not really giving you full information. It's about where you've got this instinct that like something just doesn't feel right, mm -hmm. right? It's subtle, but it's there. It's about the actions not matching the words. It's about someone trying to kind of push you down the path, push you down the path, like kicking a ball down the path, but not actually getting there, yeah. right? It's all these things like, when you're in healthy relationships, none of this shit goes down. Yeah. It's really clear. It's really obvious. It's really straight, yeah? You can have normal, healthy conversations, okay? You can bounce off each other. It doesn't mean it's perfect, but there's transparency and communication. So when it comes, when it comes to these red flags, you know what is a red flag. And I also want to put something else in here. You know, you just mentioned Instagram before. I know we're butterflying a bit, but, um, and I think that's another thing when it comes to relationships. Like we look at these pictures on Instagram and social media of like these perfect people together. And oh my God, I got engaged. This is amazing. And, but it's like, again, please, no one is showing you what is really going on behind the scenes, yeah. right? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But you kind of mentioned there about um, kind of doing the work and things aren't always perfect when you are in a healthy relationship. And I think people often stay in a relationship or situationship or whatever the hell they're in because they think that, or we're not, we, we're told that it takes work. So where does this line get drawn between working on a relationship and like, if for, for, for anyone who's in a relationship right now, because obviously there'll be people listening who are single or have dealt with toxic relationships, there'll be people who are in relationships. Where does that line draw between working on it and it becoming a pain point and something that is just an, like a no-go? I think you, again, you're going to know this. Like if you're on the same page as somebody, right, you're both going to be working towards making your relationship amazing. Yeah. And it's, again, it's like, I don't think that relationships need to be that complicated. I really don't. No. I make me happy and I'm not going to look to you to make me happy. Right? I can do that for myself. You make you happy. Don't look to me to make you happy. Like you do that work for you. Yeah. And then we come together. And that's a healthy relationship. Yeah. It's not difficult, is it? No, but we do make it so complicated. Yeah. But then yeah. how much of it as a responsibility? Obviously, we spoke about self-awareness. Um, and how, how important is that in a relationship as well in terms of the responsibility that we take sometimes and take control of what's going in the relationship with others? So, like, I don't know, for example... I guess I was attracting a certain guy, gaslighting, narcissist, all of those sort of things. But I was using a lot of that about him as an excuse. And there were things that, you know, I was doing that I had to take responsibility for. How important is that in, in handling a, a healthy relationship? You know, I'm a really big believer that, you know, the best thing to do, and it's not easy, but the best thing to do is to not blame someone else. Yeah. And to look at our part in it, because that's where we grow. Where am I going wrong? Where am I letting things be okay when they're not really okay? Where am I not speaking up when really I believe I should be? Yeah. Where am I saying yes when I'm meaning no? Where am I saying to someone, yeah, that's okay, when really it's not okay? Like, what's my part in this? Now, this is not easy work, right? This is what I'm saying. No one just gets it and boom, they're done. It's a growing yeah. thing. It's stepping stones. It's, it's a journey, right? But, the, but again, becoming conscious of this stuff is really, really important. Yeah. And then as you grow and as you get better, what, what was once acceptable becomes no longer acceptable. The men I date today are yeah. so, they are literally, it's black and white. Like yeah. the guys I date today are so completely different from the sociopath, right? Purely because I'm really aware now of what I will never do again. Yeah. And how much of that is you getting clear about what your values are in a relationship and what you 100% of that 
Yeah. 100% of that was me going through this time, which was awful. You know, I was left with post-traumatic stress. It was one of the most awful experiences I ever had, right? From a man that, I mean, I won't, as I said, I won't go into it on here because it's just not even worth my time. But the point is, when you have an experience like that, you, you have to, right? You have to look at your part in that or yeah. else you just stay in misery or yeah. post-traumatic stress or whatever it might be. You've got to say, what did I do yeah. that I must never do again? Mm -hmm. And it was an amazing learning curve for me. Yeah, I think I resonate with that a lot and have kind of been in relationships myself where I'll get annoyed at a behavior that he's doing and yet I haven't expressed it to him and I've just stayed like quiet because I didn't want to be too much so I just shut my mouth and then it would like boil up and boil up and boil up and then I'd lose my shit over something super small because I never communicated it with him so that's where I then got clear about what I'd done but this is something I am I'm seeing more and more particularly in my business coaching I think obviously a lot of the things I've learned about relationships really transpire into everyday life but the fear of being too much is like, I think something I speak to so many girls about, whether it's going to go for the job that they want to go or selling themselves or changing jobs or showing up in a relationship to a guy and being like, Hey, look, listen, like, I mean, more recently I said to a guy, I need this. Like that might be something that you can't give, but this is something I know I need in a relationship. I don't expect you to make me feel a certain way, but they're just things that I need. And it felt very powerful to express my feelings of what I needed to him. I'd never done that before. So why do you think that people are so afraid to kind of show up in a relationship and express the values that they need and are afraid to almost be too much for the guy? Because, because you know, expressing what you need makes you feel vulnerable. Yeah. And ultimately, when we feel vulnerable, we think people can abandon and reject, reject us. And if we're abandoned and rejection, it eats into a deep-seated fear of I'm not good enough. Yeah. And I just want to tell you, all of that is bullshit. Yeah. Like, if you're having that thought process, you've got to pull yourself up on it. Because fundamentally, you've got to give you what you need first. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's number one. Yeah. And number two is, you know, so for example, for me, I will only ever get into a relationship with someone I can have a conversation just like this with. Yeah. If they don't get it, they're not for me. If they can't understand it, they're not for me. If they don't want to do it, they're not for me. Now that doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, it's that or nothing. It just means that's what I know that I want in my life. So why should I be ashamed of saying that? Yeah. In my opinion, if I say to somebody, this is what I'm looking for and this is what is going to work for me and, and, you know, and what I want, and they say to me, oh my God, that's not what I want. I look at that as a real blessing. Yeah. I'm like, amazing, I've just saved time. Yeah. Next, right? Like really, it's so simple. And, and you know, once you learn to love yourself mm -hmm. and we learn to speak our needs and we get stronger at doing that, right? We just get better. Yeah. And why should we not say what we need? Yeah. I don't why know. should we not? I don't know why for years it was something I never did. And you know, you kind of, you've just said there, like what you went through made you kind of get really clear about what values are important to you. What are like, you know, I now also will not get into a relationship with someone that I can't communicate with or feel like I can't say anything with. So how can someone go about figuring out what is important to them in a relationship? Can they look at past experiences and what didn't work for them? Because there'll be people listening to this who are probably have been in relationships or are in relationships where they're not where they want to be, but they don't actually know what they want or need from a relationship. So what's like the first step that they can take 
to get really clear about what their values are. You've got to be so honest with yourself. Yeah. And you know, and the other thing is, is like we're saying, you can't blame your partner if they're not X, Y, and Z. You've yeah. got to look at you. Why are you putting up with somebody that's yeah. X, Y, and Z if they're not A, B, and C? What you want, right? Like you can't change other people. Mm-hmm. You can only change your thinking and your feelings and your actions and your outcomes. So you've got to look at your work and your path. Yeah. And you know what you want. Again, it's not rocket science. It's just, are you going to be brave enough to get a pen out, get a piece of paper and say, this is what I want. And when you look at that piece of paper and you look at your partner, you think, oh my God, they've only got three things there that I really want. And they're not honest. And they're not this, they're not that. I'm going to say that's your, that's your choice. Yeah. You know, what you're not changing, you are choosing. It's really simple. I think it's about that bravery to say it, isn't it? I think most people know what they want and then they're petrified to say it in case that person goes away, but you perfectly- Let them go. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go. There's the door. Let them go. Like, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It's just, it's just not going to work for you. Yeah. Otherwise, what's your option? You stay in something and you moan about it for the rest of your life. It just does not sound fun, does it? No. And I love that, though. I think that's so important. That was important for me when you say it doesn't mean they're bad people. I remember having a really honest conversation with my ex and I was like, look, this is what I need. This isn't something that you want to give or you need or you want in a relationship that doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make me a bad person. It just means we don't work. And I think for a long time, we were both looking for someone to blame in the situation. And the moment I surrendered the need for him to be wrong and me to be right was like the moment we finally made peace with it. Um, and yeah. it's not, you know, most people are not sociopaths and psychopaths, right? So most people will, you know, it's not to that extreme, but you know, it's really easy, as I said, to like blame someone else for how we feel, but it's not real. Yeah. You've got to look at what you're accepting and allowing first, yeah. right? And is this where boundaries come into place? Like, do values and boundaries sit next to each other? Are they the same thing? So what kind of are the boundaries that people should have in a healthy relationship? Again, is this you setting a clear structure of what you want from it? I just think it's about being honest. It's like, for me, a boundary is, you know, people today, people don't, men in my life, they don't get to lie to me. Yeah. They don't get to deceive me. They don't get to have their words and actions not match, right? They don't get that. They don't get to play games with me. It's not possible, right? Like it's really simple today. Yeah. And and that's called boundary. So if someone starts to play silly buggers, you know, I'm sure you're a very nice man, but you're not the man for me. I don't don't want to be around people like that. Yeah. Or if you're saying, okay, I'll be there at eight, but you rock up at, well, you only get 15 minutes, but... (laughs) right when I'm gone right I'm not going to see that guy again I'm not going to be like oh I'll give him another chance I mean unless it's something major but you know why should I have to do that anymore I I I just I just don't want to yeah and how I'm going to just call this out here because I know that we people thinking this and like I think it's something I thought for a very long time because how I think I don't know if this is fair to say, but I feel like as women, we're becoming a lot more socially aware. We're becoming a lot more emotionally aware. We're doing a lot more work on ourselves. And I think guys are too, in a different way. Um, but I feel like that I actually feel a little bit sorry for men in some way at the moment, because I feel like, sorry for them, but I feel like we've kind of got our shit together and have got clear on our boundaries and they haven't all necessarily figured that out yet. So they're coming to us and we're like, oops, sorry, Nat, you were 15 minutes late. How many, like, how can we start to look to find partners who can handle that? Who like, because 
I'm the sort of person who maybe always goes for guys who have got such good in them, but they just don't, don't know how to fully let that out. That's, but that's not your job to make them do that, right? No, exactly. So then how do we attract men who are ready for our boundaries? How do we communicate that with them in a way that... When you've got your boundaries in place and you know who you are yeah. and you know what is okay and what's not okay. I mean, I know we're just saying about like the 15 minute thing. I am obviously joking. Now, <laughs> right? I'm not going to walk about 15 minutes, but I'm also not going to sit around and wait for an hour. Yeah. yeah. But my point is, is that once you've got your boundaries in place, you yeah. will start to naturally attract better people around you. It's really simple and it just you just don't attract that stuff anymore because you're not willing to change with people i went on a date like i don't know i think you know a couple of months ago my friends like, want to say up this guy's like okay fine i sat down for five minutes this man must have said i 47 times <laughs> and after 10 minutes i had to make an excuse i did that whole carrie bradshaw what it's an emergency <laughs> yeah i gotta leave now right <laughs> he's not listening to this but it was like Today, that's just not acceptable to me. Yeah. So I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but I don't want to be with someone who says the word I 46 times in 10 minutes. It's like, it's just not cool. Yeah. And he was like, where? But that's not my, it's not my job to fix. No. And maybe he's doing really well with that. I don't know. It's just not what I want to be around. Yeah, no, I think, honestly, I think that is probably the biggest takeaway from this is like, it doesn't make people a bad person. There's no need to blame. It's just about what's right for you, what you need. Exactly, and exactly more women need to own being able to express what they want and what is important to them without this fear of being too much or fear of being too needy as a girl or fear of being like too too out there or saying whatever it is I think that's a real fear that I see so how important is it to be able to learn yourself to be able to communicate I think obviously you've mentioned communication is so key but for someone who does struggle to communicate how can we start implementing a that like how can we navigate that in a better way i would say you just got to start to be brave and you know one of the things i had to learn to do when i was learning to speak up was i would have to say to people um this is really hard for me and i really want to speak up and say x yeah and so i would literally constantly do that so that i could hear myself say it and yeah. i could practice doing it yeah. and i would say that most of the time i did that people were like oh yeah that's totally fine no problem and I would get such a lovely response from it that it made people stronger to do it. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, I think men are an amazing species. I yeah. think women are an amazing species. I think men are definitely from Mars and women are definitely from <laughs> Yeah. And the thing is, is we should be trying to come together more, not being separate and apart, right? Like, you know, I'm definitely a belief of like, you know, as a woman, we can speak our needs, we can say what we want, we can have our boundaries. It's also really important to be feminine and yeah. to have your feminine energy and to be able to utilize that too, right? 100%, and I will probably do a whole episode on the feminine and the masculine. I think um, for anyone who is listening, like I uh, tends to be go-getters, motivators, successful women who have this, like that, you know, we're sitting in our masculine energy quite a lot. And recently I've really sat in my feminine and it was funny because I had a conversation with someone recently and they were like, you're just like super soft now. You're like this feminine thing that just sits at home and bakes. And I was like, I know, but then I have now, I am craving that masculine energy from someone else to step in and kind of balance it back out. The thing I really want to move on to firstly though now I guess is we've mentioned it quite a bit and I know that again like a lot of our podcast episodes talk about this but how important is your self-esteem and the relationship you have with yourself being healthy 
to being able to call in that healthy relationship or play out a healthy relationship that you currently have with someone. It's everything, Becky. Yeah. You know, low self-esteem means low, vibra low vibrational relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really, to me, it's all about the self first. If my self-esteem is in a good space and my self-worth is in a good space and my understanding of myself is in a good space and my, you know, uh, acknowledgement of what I want and what I don't want is in a good space and I love myself and I'm comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable with, you know, being alone on my own. Like, once you've got that space, mm -hmm. it's a completely different ball game in relationships. Yeah. It's really simple. Yeah. It's what I keep saying. Like, you know, it's just, I don't think it's as complicated as we make it. Yeah. It's so true. You know what? I've got to a stage in my life as well. And I hope that anyone is listening who has, and I know you are, because you message me, like the repeating patterns and the self-doubt. Like I have almost got myself to a stage very much like you now where I'm like, I'm so happy alone. I am so clear of what I want. I am so happy with myself and my esteem and what I need that it's almost become that point now where I'm like, I would never, I don't even want, want to waste time. People are like, oh, but you should go on dates. You should text. You should do this. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But you can tell in a heartbeat, like you just said, right away, 10 minutes into a date, whether they're right or not. And I love myself enough. I've gone on dates and like said to myself at life, like I love myself enough that whatever he thinks of me, doesn't affect my worth or I love myself enough to not put myself through this. And I've had to like stop myself and say that if I found myself kind of going back into a hole with an ex or engaging in a conversation that I don't really need to be having. And I'll like literally physically stop and say to myself, like, I love myself too much to do this. So a lot of the work that you do obviously with people both online in your courses and like face to face is helping people master their mindset, right. And helping them build that relationship with themselves so that they can, manifest what they want in their lives so talk us through because i know you have a little coaching course not a little but you have a coaching course called the life class the foundation element of it is all about kind of dealing with yourself struggling with your emotions and so that you can show up with relationships clarity confidence building your self-esteem so tell us a little bit about that and how someone can kind of master some of the things we've spoken about today through taking that course yeah so the course i've got a, i've got a school online called thelifeclass.com and it runs two courses the course you're talking about is the foundation course. Yeah. It's, it's a course that helps you master your mind and in turn manage your life. It's really as simple as that. Um, it teaches you how to get your mind right, how to boost emotional intelligence, how to understand your feelings, how to understand rapport and relationships. You know, your life, you know, as a whole, where is it? Where do you want it to be? It looks at all this kind of stuff. It's in six modules. It's done online um, in the comfort of your own home. Coronavirus. Um, and, um, you know, and it's just basically a course that, that boosts your brain to get you where you want to be uh, and to stop sort of repeating patterns. Once you understand your thinking, you can change your life. So that's the foundation course. Mm -hmm. And then obviously there's another course as well, which is about if you want to become a certified life coach, then we've got people taking that course too, which is also pretty awesome. Yeah, we have um, tons of people messaging us about, and I know there'll be a lot of listeners here, um, who want to move into the new space in the wellness industry and they want to become a life coach. And we always get asked like which ones we can recommend. So a lot of the girls in our clique have done Jacqueline's life coaching course and have really, really made some huge, 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 
huge headway in their in their business and in their life from doing it as well so definitely get in contact because i know uh, we are huge advocates here at get lit of your course and um get in contact with jacqueline directly and i'm sure if you are coming from the get lit podcast she will sort you out something um but thank you so much i guess i'm going to ask one question just to leave with today if you were to give someone advice right now if you were to say to someone or mm, mm, how am I going to work this I like to make them different everyone if you wanted to give someone one bit of wisdom today to take away whatever it is might be about what would you say to someone anyone I would say that your life is meant to be joyous and don't put up with anything less I love that I love that. And that is the perfect way to finish. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you can find out all about Jacqueline Hurst. She is Jacqueline Hurst on Instagram and her website. And then the life class is the life class school.com or is it the life class? It's just the life class.com. There you go. Um, we will have all the links in the bio below as well as the bio to Jacqueline. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Raven podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please feel free to head to beckyraven.com to access my free downloads that come with this podcast. Plus head to either my profile or the Get Lit Inc. profile on Instagram to share your stories, lessons and breakthroughs with me because I want to hear from you. If you're a business owner, expert or entrepreneur, head to getlitinc.co.uk to find out more about how we can help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can bring you more motivational litness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go get lit, hun. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.